I don't want to get into any trouble with the boss. The kid looks weird. What is he, some kind of retard or... I flattened him. One punch, on the nose, down and out. Yeah, I know I shouldn't have done it. Someone will report me to IA and they'll throw it in my face next time I make my periodic, pathetic application for reinstatement. But honestly, a girl can only put up with so much. It was your typical Vegas casino, if there is such a thing. An exquisite blend of tony, trendy, and tacky. No windows, no clocks, nothing to remind gamblers of the outside world. Everything designed to encourage them to settle in and play, play, play. So noisy that Darcy covered his ears and I was tempted to follow suit. The cacophony of slot machines, the clinking of glasses, the jingling of chips, the whirring of security cameras, the incessant chatter about what place dealt the smallest number of decks and who had the cheapest buffet and whether to split tens. And the smoke. My God, what a stink. Darcy was practically gagging, and who could blame him? I suppose they still have to cater to the old-timers, the high rollers who can't put down the big money without a weed dangling from their mouths. Give it another ten years or so, and those dinosaurs will die out and casinos will go no smoking like the rest of the civilized universe. In an attempt to stifle the stench, I focused my attention on the decor, the fake gold wall paneling, the gaudy dark to disguise spills, and durable, because a million dirty shoes trod upon it daily, carpet the gorgeous smoked glass ceiling, which would be even more gorgeous if I didn't know there was a platoon of security officers beyond it watching everything happening on the floor. There was even something different about the air. The rumor is that casinos pump oxygen through the air vents to keep everyone awake, and thus playing longer, and to deliver a mild O2 buzz thus ensuring that even those not partaking of the free drinks enjoy themselves. I don't know if it's true or not, but as I surveyed the room, the tourists, the suckers, the sharks, the shills, the obvious hookers, the less obvious and thus much more expensive hookers, the dealers, even the pit bosses, I did notice one thing they all had in common. They were having a good time. They were losing money blowing hours of their lives playing some of the stupidest games ever invented, but they were having fun. Eventually, Steve, the replacement flunky, got us through the casino. Steve was blonde and looked more like a tennis pro than a casino employee, but maybe I'm just working off stereotypes formed by watching The Godfather films way too many times. He seemed a little nervous, uneasy, but I suppose being called in to replace a guy I'd just decked might induce a certain wariness in anyone. Frank Olivestra, the owner of the casino, the man with sufficient pull to get me sent here unofficially, was waiting with his floor boss captain, Dominic Castle, in the latter's office. Hey, Frank, I said, waving a hand. Hiya, Susan. How's it hanging? I'd worked with Frank before. Strange as it might seem that a casino would have any links to the world of crime or aberrant personalities, we'd always gotten along well. I assume he asked for me personally, or in all likelihood, I wouldn't be here. While we small-talked, 
I strolled unobtrusively and soaked in as much of the office as I could without being too obvious. Nothing overtly unusual, standard desk and chair arrangement, but it told me a lot about Olivestra's floor boss captain, Mr. Castle. He was a detail man, which I suppose is exactly the quality you'd want in the employee supervising the transfer of large sums of money. He was a neat freak, extremely fastidious. The stapler on his desk was perfectly symmetrical to the telephone and the pen cup, and I spotted the corner of a dop kit in his bottom desk drawer. Judging from the absence of photos, he was single and childless. The bookshelves behind his desk told me even more. He was smart, patient, and he liked to fish. He was a Republican, a member of the NRA, and he preferred nonfiction to fiction. And I could tell one other.